Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 141 I call upon you, O Lord, come quickly to me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not turn my heart to any evil, to busy myself with wicked wicked deeds in company with those who work iniquity. Do not let me eat of their delicacies. Let the righteous strike me. Let the faithful correct me. Never let the oil of the wicked anoint my head, for my prayers continually against their wicked deeds. When they are given over to those who shall condemn them, then they shall learn that my words were pleasant. Like a rock that one breaks apart and shatters on the land, so shall their bones be strewn at the mouth of Sheol. But my eyes are turned toward you, O God, my Lord. In you I seek refuge. Do not leave me defenseless. Keep me from the trap that they have laid for me, and from the snares of evildoers. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, while I alone escape. Ezekiel chapter 39, verse 21 through chapter 40, verse 4. I will display my glory among the nations, and all the nations shall see my judgment that I have executed, and my hand that I have laid on them. The house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. And the nations shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they dealt treacherously with me. So I hid my face from them and gave them into the hand of their adversaries, and they all fell by the sword. I dealt with them according to their uncleanliness and their transgressions, and hid my face from them. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Now I will restore the fortunes of Jacob, and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. And I will be jealous for my holy name. They shall forget their shame, and all the treachery they have practiced against me. When they live securely in their land, with no one to make them afraid, when I have brought them back from the peoples, and gathered them from their enemies' lands, and through them have displayed my holiness in the sight of nations. Then they shall know that I am the Lord their God, because I sent them into exile among the nations, and then gathered them into their own land. I will leave none of them behind, and I will never again hide my face from them, when I pour out my Spirit upon the house of Israel, says the Lord God. In the twenty-fifth year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the tenth day of the month, in the fourteenth year after the city was struck down, On that very day the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me here. He brought me in visions of God to the land of Israel, and set me down upon a very high mountain, on which was a structure like a city to the south. When he brought me there, a man was there, whose appearance shone like bronze, with a linen cord and a measuring reed in his hand, and he was standing in the gateway. The man said to me, Mortal, look closely and listen attentively. And set your mind upon all that I show you now, for you were brought here in order that I might show it to you. 
Declare all that you see to the house of Israel. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23, through chapter 11, verse 1. All things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Do not seek your own advantage, but that of the other. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question of the ground of conscience. For the earth and its fullness are the Lord's. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it. Out of consideration for the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience, I mean the other's conscience, not your own, for why should my liberty be subject to the judgment of someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why should I be denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do everything to the glory of God. Give no offense to the Jews, or to the Greeks, or to the Church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, so that many may be saved. Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. Good morning, and welcome to the seventh day of Martintide. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Uh, This morning's readings come from Psalm 141, Ezekiel 39, and then the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Uh, This morning we also um, uh, have a very brief selection uh, from Sulpitius Severus that I figured I would read based on um, the reading from the Corinthians, letter to the Corinthians. You'll, some may recognize the, um, the verse about, or the verses about don't eat food sacrificed to idols if you know it's been sacrificed, but for the most part, uh, accept the food set before you and, you know, don't become a stumbling block by, you know, holding so tightly to, um, ritual considerations, um, in, in the presence of non-believers, um, which is this kind of way of of Paul telling the church in Corinth to be hospitable guests um, as Christians. If you're rich, sh- sure you are called to be a hospitable host because you probably have resources to share. Um, but Christ- as Christians, we are also called to be hospitable guests, not just hosts. Um, you'll remember that Jesus led disciples out and. Um, called them to give up everything they have. And um, after the birth of the church at Pentecost, um, uh, pairs of disciples were sent out and um, they were instructed to only bring uh, just the bare minimum with them. And they were to go out and visit other places, other lands, other cities. And there they would be welcomed. And if they were Jewish Christians... Um, and they felt that they could not be entertained. They could not um, receive the food and the hospitality of their non-Christian, non-Jewish hosts that might make their hosts feel put off. And it was important to Paul 
um, to do things for the advantage of others, the spiritual advantage, and sometimes the political or or other advantage of others. Um, and he tells them uh, in his letter, um, "In everything I do, I don't seek my own advantage, but that of many, so that many, so that the many may be saved." Um, and he has this line about, "Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ." And he's writing this group that he clearly had a very close relationship with as a spiritual mentor saying, look at me because I am trying to be like Christ and we are all called to be like Christ. And if you need an example, look to me. And uh, Paul is considering accepting food um, as a guest and um, how to balance conscience and ritual uh, purity with um, compassion and grace uh, for for people who are not like us. And I, it makes me think of this a story um, when I was living in Durham, and Ann Atwater, who was an activist in the um, the sixties and seventies around schools and education and and poverty, and um, she's her her life was the subject of a book and a film, uh, The Best of Enemies, about her and... I cannot remember his name, but he was a former KKK grandmaster, and they, you know, became friends. But I went to her house when she was really old, and I was a student at seminary at Duke Divinity. And I remember... I remember her... I, I think it was her that told us. Or maybe it was one of the other... One of the... Um, program coordinators that were having us, hosting us, um, and kind of making it happen. We visited her house, and my memory is that um, someone along the way told us that when you enter the house of a poor person, and they offer you food or drink, and you your instinct is to say thank you, but no, you're being inhospitable. Um, you, are, you are holding on to ideas that are getting in the way of grace passing between uh, between you two, uh, despite um, social or economic barriers. And you may not like the tea, you may not like the food, you may not like the house, it may smell funny, it may um, be cluttered, and all these other things. And yet all of that is supposed to um, be less important than being uh, a representative of Christ who made himself lowly. Um, and so I think I think it was Anne who told us, but maybe it wasn't. Um, and I had this image in my head of, of oh yeah, um, we aren't just called to be hosts as though we have stuff to give and never to receive. We're also called to be hospitable guests. Um, and that's what I hear Paul um, suggesting in this passage from the, uh, his letter to the Corinthians. Similarly, um, in uh, Martin's biography by Sulpitius Severus, um, he recounts the death of Martin in uh, letters after the biography was actually written. I'm sorry, not actually in the biography. And um, Martin is often um, depicted as uh, one of the works of mercy, um, the corporeal works of mercy, namely that of clothing the naked. And he is a host. He has something to give um, in that moment of charity. And for this morning, I've chosen one of my favorite images of this um, of this act of Martin clothing 
the beggar with half of his military uniform, his tunic or cape. And, um, which is great. Um, you know, as someone who had, he made sure that someone who had not, um, that the, that their, that the mountains were made low and the valleys were filled in to make them equal as much as possible. But for the most, for most of his life, for several decades, he was a recipient of grace. Uh, he gave up everything that he had and he refused to wear comfortable clothes. He forgot, he refused, um, to, um, receive gifts, um, and in one story on his deathbed, which I'll read, he's refused to um, lie upon straw to make himself more comfortable. Um, and here is how um, Severus uh, recounts the events on his deathbed. Continuing in supplications and watchings through whole nights, Martin compelled his worn-out limbs to do service to his spirit as he lay on his glorious couch upon sackcloth and ashes. And when his disciples begged of him that at least he should allow some common straw to be placed beneath him, he replied, It is not fitting that a Christian should die except among ashes. And I have sinned if I have left you a different example. However, with his hands and eyes steadfastly directed toward heaven, he never released his unconquerable spirit from prayer. And here we, and this is from the, um, the genuine letters of Severus, um, the, um, the third letter to Basula, uh, Martin's mother-in-law. And in it, we hear Martin, like Paul, saying, I'm leaving an example for you. Look at how um, I am interpreting Christ's life if you need inspiration, if you need an example, if you need um, a path to follow, look at me. Um, it is not right that Christians should die but in ashes. Um, it is, it is um, as, as Paul puts it, it is, it is acceptable to um, get your hands dirty by eating food that may not be um, ritually clean. Um, it is Anne Atwater, um, this elderly black woman, reminding a bunch of, you know, middle to upper class white kids, um, if someone like me offers you tea, you take it. Uh, you may not like it, but you are being a hospitable guest. You are, um, insofar as you are ignoring or overcoming the social and economic and political barriers that are supposed to keep us apart, whether that's through food, through comfort, uh, or through hospitality, um, you are doing it just as Jesus did it. Um, uh, the Son of, of, of God, who himself had no place to lay his head, who um, uh, denied the trappings of power and rather took the form of a slave. In so far as you do these things, you do them in imitation of Christ. Um, and Paul um, reminds us that uh, that is precisely what um, we are called to do, to be imitators of Christ. Um, and if we look like one another, we might be doing things right if we're looking like Christ.
prayer for the poor and neglected from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and most merciful God, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget. The homeless and the destitute, the old and the sick, and all who have none to care with them. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit and turn their sorrow into joy. Grant this, Father, for the love of your Son, who for our sake became poor, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.